Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, well, today I have, have the lovely Nancy Erickson, who lives. is called the book professor, and, and she shares with you how we're making an author's message and the stories behind non-fiction books that will establish so them as experts in the field, increase their credibility, and help attract a following. I am beyond excited to have you here, Nancy. Tell me a little bit more about what you do in your own words. Sure. Okay, so we help people who aren't writers to become authors of these high impact nonfiction books. And I actually own two book related businesses. One is called the book professor. Mm -hmm. And then I own a nonfiction publishing house, Stonebrook publishing, where we publish our authors books and many other authors, nonfiction books. That's amazing. Well, how did you get into this? How, how did this happen? I'm super curious. Really kind of totally sideways. Um, my original career was in high tech and I had been assistant engineer for IBM and I worked for Oracle Corporation. And about 17 or so years ago, my father was diagnosed with a terminal brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And so we knew he'd only live about seven months. So I quit everything and went to Florida where you are. Um, my That's where my parents lived and spent that time with my mom and dad until he passed away. And so I came home and then I was like, huh, I quit my job. And now I have this like blank slate in front of me. And I had always loved writing. I'd always wanted mm -hmm. to be a writer, but I went into that other direction, you know, when I graduated from college. So I ended up, I went back to school and got a master's of fine arts in writing. And I was asked to teach at the university that I graduated from. Mm -hmm. That's kind of one of the advantages of being an older student. You know? mm -hmm. and, and then at the same time, I started Stonebrook Publishing, um, which is the nonfiction publishing house. So um, we, um, the first book I published was really pretty amazing. It was written by a Holocaust survivor who oh, had wow. gone to school with Anne Frank. Oh, wow. So we, I know. And so we ended up doing their book release in Amsterdam at their school. Oh, and wow. that's amazing. That's quite a story. Two things that were still there in current day that were there in the 40s when the Nazis occupied Amsterdam was their school and across the street, the bookstore. So they had a huge ceremony at school for the 170 children who'd been murdered by the Nazis. And then we went across the street and did this book release. And so that book is being used in the education market as kind mm -hmm. of a companion to Anne Frank's diary. So then the next book we published, we got back cover endorsements for that book from Sir Paul McCartney and Cindy Crawford. And wow. I was like, I, I was like, oh my gosh. I must know what I'm doing, but here was the problem. Mm -hmm. We were getting a lot of manuscripts from people who had a seed of what we're really trying to accomplish, which is to change lives and save lives and transform society. But they were so poorly written that we couldn't do anything with that material. So I took a step back 
And I didn't publish anything for a year. And during that time, I wrote this step by step by step by step process so that, you know, any author could be, or, you know, any, any person could become an author, right. Could become an author. Right. Right. And so that's the process that we take our clients through. And um, it's remarkably effective. And it's amazing. You know, that is incredible. It's so interesting because, you know, I guess your ideal client is made up of these professionals and experts, and that doesn't mean that they're going to be immediately a great author. I think that I experienced this Different through the work. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, and I, yeah. I experienced this through the work that I do. That somebody being an expert in the field that doesn't make them an expert communicator, and that's why that's having right. that sort of process that you have is really really important important so tell me a little bit more actually about how I, I and I know that this is going to be obvious but I'm still going to ask it how having these books impacts oh. their visibility their credibility oh. their authority I'm kind of curious of what that oh, you're, you're really tuned in on the branding aspect I know of course <laughs> this is so important to your brand so um if I can tell you a little bit about the process, mm -hmm. then it'll yeah, be really perfect. So when we write your book, we start off with a series of foundational questions that help you to crystallize your message. And there are things like, you know, why are you even doing this? You know, what's your motivation? Uh, who is your audience? How will your audience be changed as a result of taking in your message? And there's 12 of these. So we end up taking the answers to those questions and distilling them down into a purpose statement for the book that says, the purpose of this book is to do this particular thing for this specific audience, mm. period. You can't put everything you know in a book. I mean, you know a lot more than you can put in a book. So you have to target it to your message and to your audience. So that helps you to prioritize what will be in the book and what you're going to set aside for your next book. <laughs> so when we construct your chapters, we do it in problem solution sets. So what is the problem your reader is likely to have? And then through a very story driven methodology, you present solutions. So each chapter, a chapter is just a container for information. Each chapter addresses one problem and it solves that problem. So at the end, when you are finished with your book and it's out on the market, that book becomes the launch pad for you to deliver your message across multiple venues. Everybody in your audience is not going to read a book. So we want to meet the market where they're already engaged. Mm -hmm. So you can take that chapter content and repurpose it for other revenue producing products, such as keynote speeches or seminars or workshops or online courses or video training or podcasting. And so that it helps you to extend your brand in across, like I said, multiple venues so that you can reach the most people. I love that. And you know what I think is interesting from what you're saying is that I would imagine that this process of really answering those questions, what is the problem? How, what, how are we going to solve this problem for our audience? At the end of the day, what you're doing is helping these people get a lot of clarity in their own brands and their own messaging. And, and obviously that they're going to be able to repurpose that into other areas. So I really, really love that. Can you, so much. 
yeah and it really helps them mm-hmm. to clarify their brand like what am I doing I mean you know we, uh, I can only do one thing really well and that's this you know helping people to write books so I do it over and over and over again mm-hmm. do that you when you the listener who's listening now do that in your own business your brand becomes very clarified too and so you can extend that um, beyond just you know the truth is if you want a bigger audience, you need a bigger platform. You need to have a way to get out of your own circle mm-hmm. and reach new people with your message and your brand. And this definitely helps that, uh, you know, our audience, our clients get more clear on what that is and what they're offering to the world. I love that. So what happens after the book is published? Because I mean, I would imagine that there's a lot that goes into writing the book, but then once the book is ready, what, what happens then? Well, there's a lot of steps between writing your book and it being out on the market. Mm-hmm. And so one of the most important things that we do for you afterward is we do a professional edit for your, of your book. Mm-hmm. So everybody comes into this with different writing skills. Right. And I have to say, without fail, a hundred percent of our writers so surprise themselves at how good they get. And, but at the end, every writer has to have an even better editor. And so we polish that up to make it really market ready. And then we pop over into the other company, which is Stonebrook Publishing, which is our award-winning publishing house. So we start off doing two things simultaneously. And those Mm -hmm. are doing your cover design and proofreading your material. Mm -hmm. So with the cover design, so we are, let me just make this clear. We are not self-publishing. We are a publishing house. And so we're not using templates and churning out a bunch of, you know, books. Every book you'll get three to four uh, unique cover designs that have been designed for your book. And so you'll get those samples and you'll you'll think, okay, I really like this one, but let's tweak it a little bit to make it exact. I like the font on this one, but I want this cover kind of thing. So we tweak it, tweak it, tweak it till it's perfect for you. And then simultaneously, your book is going through our proofreading stage. Mm -hmm. Three different proofreaders. And this is one of the things that many self-published authors don't. Right. it's a step they skip. So they end up with a do-it-yourself looking book, you know, from the get-go, from the not editing well and not not proofreading. So after you've, we've got those two components, then we are a whole different team of designers gets involved to do the layout of your book. And they will take, sometimes, you know, people often don't realize every book on the inside is also design. So mm-hmm. start noticing the interiors of books. They're all quite different. So we Mm -hmm. take the the elements of your cover design, your brand, and extend it through to the interior design. And once we have those two pieces, we will print a proof copy of your book. And one is for you and one is for me. Every single book that comes out goes through me. And that's where we're doing. We're scouring for any stray errors. (laughs) It's kind of funny that there are always some. There's always and something, I, yeah. <laughs> there's always some because you can't believe how different your book looks from reading a Word document to holding a bound book. And it's actually 
probably one of the most delightful experiences that our authors have because you know they've worked really hard on this and yeah. have a book someday you know anyway they're holding it and they're reading it and I always find more things than the author does because I'm looking for specific things in the design like sometimes you'll see lines mm -hmm. that are all crunched together you know and they're too tight and you know anyway that's called kerning and you know we look at that but okay so then your book is um finished and ready to be released. And so we do, uh, we work with the largest book distributor in the world, which is Ingram Publisher Services. And mm -hmm. so they distribute to Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And so pretty immediately your book will be on those platforms, but they also uh, distribute internationally to all bookstores and libraries. They have the opportunity to uh, order your book. And then the final piece we do is the legal work to register your copyright with the Library of Congress because you want to protect your intellectual property. Right. So there's a lot of steps on that. So it's out there. So just like <laughs> just like your book doesn't write itself, it doesn't market itself. Either. Exactly. Yeah. So our companies actually don't do book marketing, but we partner with mm -hmm. several different book marketers that we we will introduce you to depending on what you are looking for. Mm -hmm. Some authors want to have a Amazon bestseller. So there are certain marketers who specialize in that. On that. Others, mm -hmm. others want to have more of a, of a, a like a publicist approach mm -hmm. and where they're marketed themselves then their book is, you know, kind of an ancillary thing. Another, we have other marketers who will, set you up on different podcasts to be a guest to to spread your message out so we i am i am extremely connected in the publishing world and people come to me a lot with their marketing ideas because they want to be affiliated with us and introduced to our writers but we you know we vet all of mm -hmm. those reports that we make and um you know it's um we got you covered from your idea all the way to the end product I love it. Okay. So I actually have a question. How important is storytelling to make the book more powerful or impactful? Not very. Oh, really? And no, not very. To have your book carry. Okay. Well, I, I absolutely totally advocate for you approaching your local independent bookstores in order to have your book carried there. But if you're talking about like a is there only one? Is there just Barnes and Noble now left? Yeah. No, no. I mean storytelling within within your writing. I meant. I thought you were story carrying your book. No. Oh my storytelling. God. Sorry, I was like, what? Oh my gosh. Storytelling is the crux of your book. That's what I thought. I was like, wait, it's what? That's everything. It's everything because not only do you need to educate and inform your reader, you have to entertain them. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to finish your book, and you know, besides that. We really only remember anything through stories at all. And Absolutely. So <laughs> I thought that's what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're it. doing your chapters and problem solution sets, the solution is telling stories. Is mm -hmm. telling stories. Telling that story. makes sense. That makes more sense. I love it. So tell me a little so bit I, about. I even tell people seventy percent story, thirty percent explanation. That's yeah. That makes sense. That's what I feel too. I love it. So tell me a little bit about what your own approach to branding and messaging in your business has been like through the years and the type of impact that it has had on your own success. I'm kind of curious. 
Yeah, well, I love that question because it's been a journey. It's been about 16 or 17 years. And, um, you know, you kind of start off loosey-goosey and all over the place, Mm -hmm. trying a bunch of things and seeing what the market responds to. But I um, I worked with a branding coach in the beginning, which I highly advocate if you haven't really, you know, honed in on what your brand is. And because I was, uh, you know, I'm in a pretty unique role in that I taught writing, I'm teaching people how to write a book, I'm publishing, but I have a, a deep, deep uh, depth in the business community, because mm-hmm. I'm telling for I work for these large tech corporations and my job was to sell into their C-suites. So I have deep understanding of business and also when we're trying to figure out what are we going to call you? You know, this coach, well, you're doing books and she goes, and you are a professor. You're teaching at a university and what people need to know is how to do this. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with the book professor and so, of course, everything, you know, we actually have registered that trademark, which is, a, I think, an important thing in branding and all. And so um, over time, you, you know, I tried to branch off into some other things like book marketing and stuff and mm-hmm. until I really came back to my core. And I think I said earlier, I only do one thing really, really well. <laughs> and this is you how to take, get what's inside of you out and out into the world. I love so, it. I love it. Yep. You focus on what you're good at, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's so fun to do the thing, you know, come more and more proficient at what you're mm-hmm. doing. And, um, you know, you may change your approach to how you do it to meet the needs of the market. But if you, if you stay focused on what is my core offering, because I think, I believe that everybody in business is doing the same thing, except in our own area of expertise. And those two is offering your client, your customer, two things. And those two things are hope and help. Hope that Mm -hmm. they can get from where they are now and help doing, and you know, where they want to be and help Mm -hmm. doing that all along the way. I love that. That's really true at the end of the day. Okay, so last question that I have for you, Nancy. Tell me what role has personal development and mindset had in your own entrepreneurial journey and if and how you prioritize it into your own life? Well, mindset is everything. It Mm -hmm. really is. I mean, if you, I think I am blessed with kind of a sunny disposition going into life. I just think things will always work out and they do. And the funny thing is, Along the way to things working out, think some things don't work out, <laughs> you know. And yeah, I mindset is really important. I mean, my own personal practices are I have about 45 minutes to an hour of quiet time in the morning to read and meditate and just kind of get centered within mm-hmm. myself. And then I'm ready to go. You know, I mean, I um I things are always working out for me. And I think when you have that attitude. Even when you're in the discovery phase mm-hmm. of what is my brand and who am I really growing up to be, when you take all the things that work out for you and you keep pursuing them, you're 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 on your journey toward what your uh, area of expertise is. 
A hundred percent. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming, Nancy. Where can people find you online? Where can they can find out yeah. more about the book professor so, and what you do? Yeah, I I tell you, I'd love for you to go to my website. It's thebookprofessor.com. And one mm-hmm. of my great joys is talking to people about their book ideas. And so there's a link across the top that says schedule a call with Nancy. Mm-hmm. And it's a 30 minute Zoom call just to chat about what your ideas are. Please take me up on that because I know you're thinking about writing a book. I know you've thought about it before. You don't know how to do it and you don't know if you have a great idea. So let's just brainstorm some things and get connected. So it's thebookprofessor.com and the link it. is scheduled. Nancy. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming today. It was great having you here. I appreciate it so much. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Break Your Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.